And we're back. The windings are, are back. Are we? Yeah, I just, uh, in, in the meantime, I did just, uh, you know, Nate uh, not only grace us with a really interesting story that uh, will only be available to patrons, but also uh, the Wingdings Bible, which mm. uh, was a thing that I did not know existed. Um, and now I need to just like, uh, I don't know, dump bleach on my eyes or something because it's <laughs> atrocious. Like, and the the color that they use to that bright green on the blank screen, it's really pretty jarring. I didn't you mean it's like the Matrix. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't care for it. I, yeah, it was a whole lot of things. I hate it. Um, but uh, yeah, you guys, uh, and we didn't record that. We should have. Um, we should have recorded all the conversation that we had about fonts and everything, but we didn't. So even if you were a brochacho, you know, I, I guess you'll just miss out on that because we're not going to rehash it. Um, it's a very much a you had to be there uh, kind of moment. So. Getting on topic, you know, we're going to be talking about Final Fantasy tonight. Um, and, you know, not just the first Final Fantasy or the second, you know, which is kind of, I know it's like the 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 easiest, most low-hanging fruit, but like what what is so sort of ironic about it is that, you know, at some point in time, you would think that somebody would be like, hey, maybe this Final Fantasy thing is like, it's not so final and maybe we should just call it something else but uh they just they really stuck to their guns and they've done uh 16 so far and that's not including mm-hmm. things like mystic quest or uh any of the the guy dens or any of that so uh yeah it's uh you know or tactics or just yeah all the these sequels. all these mother flipping final fantasies on this mother flipping pe- playing kind of thing um mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, so anyways, the the point is uh, tonight we gathered some people to talk about them. And tonight specifically, we're going to zero in on uh, Final Fantasies 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, and 6. We may not talk about all of them because there's only five. No, there's only five of us. Um, And while, you know, and and before we actually get into what everybody actually played, we're going to just, we are going to sort of open up with some baggage. but. And and I'll just sort of open it up. I have played one through six. I've beaten one through six. It's also been a number of years since I've played any of them. I was actually thinking about going back and playing through uh, Final Fantasy VI just for giggles, nice. um, but I didn't pull the trigger on that. Um, I instead played just copious amounts of Diablo Four. Um, which I, I don't feel bad about. I don't feel bad about it at all. So I'm probably going to be sitting back for the most part and really just uh, be, act as more of a bit of a moderator here. But uh, Josh, why don't you sort of like fill us in on your baggage with the original Pixel Final Fantasies? Mm, yeah. Yeah, so uh, you actually you actually mentioned it, you know, um, Final Fantasy Mystic Quest. It was just such a fantastic game that I wanted to play more in the series. And so on on Game Boy, there was one called Final Fantasy Legend. So those games, uh, I just love the series so much because of because of those games. I I know that you're being facetious, but I actually played and beat Final Fantasy Mystic Quest. Is not very good. Yeah, it's okay. I, no, I I did I did actually play those were not my first ones. I actually played I actually owned both of those games and and finished yeah finished both of them. Um, but that that was purely was a joke. Final Fantasy Legend though wasn't that yeah. uh what saga. Event, 
saga or whatever with mana yeah yeah Yeah, i was gonna say is it a mana game no that's the second densetsu is a separate series yeah Uh, saga no but i think uh, final fantasy uh whatever that one it was the it was where uh the second densetsu game spun off yeah that final fantasy um what so, was it? What? So Final Fantasy Legend, those games are the saga games, yeah, which saga. were from the creator of Final Fantasy II. He spun mm-hmm. off and did those. Um, so nowadays there's the Romancing Saga series of games. Um, that, so that's that's kind of a spinoff of that. I think what you're thinking of is Saiken Densetsu, which is Final Fantasy Adventure, the Final Fantasy Adventure, mm-hmm. which is Saiken Densetsu. Um, yes. It just came over here as Final Fantasy Adventure. And then Saiken Densetsu 2 is... Uh, yes. Uh, uh, something of mana. Oh my gosh! Le- not legend. Legend is is PlayStation, but Secret, it's Secret of Mana. Yeah, Secret of Mana on uh, Super yeah. Nintendo. So mm-hmm. sorry, all that all that so is super many. confusing. I can't think of the Final Fantasy II creator <laughs> guy. I can't think of his last name. I'm, so, I'm uh, it's, it's uh, Kawazu. That's it, Kawazu. Uh, yeah, uh, Akatoshi Kawazu. Yeah. There you go. That that's his dude. Name. That yeah. is crazy. So he did. Now the, I kind of like. I'm like like I the like. Just a, a brief aside. Like, mm-hmm. Does anybody played any of the saga games? It just, just the first one. I, well, I've, I, I've touched the second and the third one a little bit, but I but have not tried to get into them. It's um, after playing the first Final Fantasy one game, I kind of want to check them out. They're they are really weird. Like the leveling system is just absolutely cryptic. Yeah. Um, you get yeah. meat from enemies that you eat. I like weird. To, and you might turn into a robot or a mutant. Yeah. And then you no, can't I mean, like, the, you like, have to continue eating meat. The saga games are almost nonsensical. Um, okay. Like, to, to me. Yeah. To me. Like, I, and again, I've never played much. Like, I played, like, one or two of them, and I don't think it was enough. to. It was like, I played it, and I was like, this. I have no idea what's going on. Like, I'm out. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, anyways, go back yeah. to, uh, uh, yeah, it's, it's a total, sorry, sorry for the rabbit trail so early on in this. Um, but the, the saga games do have like a tangential, um, connection to Final Fantasy in that Yoshitaku, uh, excuse me, um, Ak- Akatoshi, Akatoshi Kawazu, um, did create them. And I think that, I think they were somewhat, they started off as like Gaiden games, if that makes sense. So I think there is actually more of a connection with the saga games. Um, but to my knowledge, Second Densetsu, uh, they don't actually have that. The only connection was here in America. Could be wrong about that, but I'm pretty sure that's the case. Anyways, um, all that, I, that was simply a joke <laughs> because I've played games that are titled Final Fantasy over here in America that, um, that would fall into that category. And you you kind of got but. me down the rabbit hole of this. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You know, and, there were three of them. Yes. On Game Boy. Yes, I do. And there's, there's a collection out on switch now. Yeah. Well, I'm looking at it right get. now and I'm yeah. like, this is insane. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've heard the third is actually a really good game. Um, mm-hmm. In the first, the ending of the first game, they break the fourth wall and it's horrifying. But anyways, um, th- we're not going into that. Today, yeah. we're here to talk about uh, the original Pixel Final Fantasies, and the one that I played is just on the cusp, and we'll be talking about that. But before before we talk about that, actually, you asked me about my baggage for the series. So I grew up on the original Final Fantasy cartridge. I have it out in my garage on the original NES system. Uh, we got it. Actually, a friend of my parents was having a garage sale and had a box of video games. 
and it included Final Fantasy and the the big thick guide that it originally came with, and no one bought it. So they just gave those that box to us. So um, I owned it as a kid, and this was one of the first JRPGs I ever ever played. So I have a very um, I have very strong ties to that game. I used to play it with my brothers. We had a great time playing it. So so I love the original Final Fantasy. So. So, you know, I'm the hipster. Like, I started with the original Final Fantasy. Yeah, I mean, it's it's true. Um, at this point, I've played, I've played all of the first six. I have not beaten two, nor have I beaten five. Um, but played a bit of each of those. And I just finally beat Final Fantasy III, although I beat it on DS, which is the 3D remake of it. So it's originally a pixel game. I played the 3D version of it, but I thought... Um, for the sake of conversation, because I do have thoughts on the differences between the Pixel and the uh, 3D remake of the game that we'll be talking about today. So anyways, I I go way back, played one, played three on the Super Nintendo, obviously one of my favorite games, absolute favorite games of all time, um, but have since played four. I emulated two and three when I was a kid on, on the NES emulator original um, Japanese versions, uh, so I mean it, that have been translated. So played a bit of each of those, but never finished them until now. I finished three on DS. So yeah. that's my baggage. Just, Love classic Final Fantasies. Haven't really played much of of the later Final Fantasies. I think just as a bit of a point of clarity too, it's like I came. Uh, I we never owned a Super Nintendo. And okay. so basically what happened was like I experienced all of the original run uh via emulation. Um gotcha. And I I don't know, I've probably told this story before, but uh I was really uh, that that guide uh that came with the first Final Fantasy or whatever. I had a friend named Victor that I rode the school bus with and he had that one time and it was like we were like like I might've been in 10th grade or whatever. And he was like, Hey, look at this. And at that point in time, I was neck deep in emulation. So that's when I went back and actually played through, but nice. Yeah. So, nice. I, and that was 28 years ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Forever. Uh, more. <laughs> uh, it was probably uh, closer to like almost 30. Yeah. It was like 29 years ago, 28 mm. years ago. Yeah. I am, mm. Old, <laughs> like I was just gonna say, like I didn't own any of them until like much later in life, kind of thing. And then I went out and actually bought copies and stuff, but where I could. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah. So I remember uh, th- those games, at least the Super Nintendo versions two and four, or excuse me, two and three, which were four and six. Um, they were always really expensive, even at like the resale shops that I would go to. They were always the fifty, sixty dollar games that we would never have been able to afford. But there was a friend of ours down the street who had Final Fantasy III, and we ended up um, bartering in order to get that game and loved it. I think Final Fantasy III's original sticker price was like... Stupid this, expensive. <laughs> it was like, and especially in like 80s dollars. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's saying between $59.99 and $79.99, depending on where you lived. But I... I could swear, yeah, it was uh, it was eighty bucks in nineteen ninety four, mm. um, yeah, which is roughly one hundred and fifty dollars today. 
See, and this you is why you babies guys are gotta... crying over $70 <laughs> price tag, you <laughs> sissies. See, this is why you have to frequent pawn shops, because not only was I able to find like an original copy of Final Fantasy 3, 6 for about 10 bucks at a pawn shop, but I was also able to find Whoa. a copy of Chrono Trigger that way as well for $5. Wow. $5. Wow. That beats pawn shops are your friends. That's awesome. That is cool. Pawn shops are great. Nice. Well, Wes, since uh, we've sort of, and we'll just keep the order that we were sort of going through at the beginning. Uh, Wes, why don't you sort of fill us in on some of your baggage here, friend? When you say baggage, it feels like such a negative term, you know? I, 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 don't know. I feel like it's a burden <laughs> why don't you on my give back us some right history now? and context of your sort of journey with Final Fantasy up mm-hmm. to this point. Is that, is that better? There you go. That, that makes sense. Yeah. Thank you for recontextualizing that for me. I'm not very <laughs> For smart. expressing it in a different way. <laughs> yes, exactly. My glands were, oh, they were very much in pain from that. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> but anyway, so right my now? experience, <laughs> my experience with Final Fantasy initially came through Super Mario RPG because that was one of like the secret bosses was this like mm-hmm. Final Fantasy That's style right. boss. And yep. that was like the first time I'd heard about it. But I never actually played any Final Fantasies until 2001, I think, with Final Fantasy X. Like the local video game store had both Final Fantasy X and Final Fantasy VIII. And I was like, okay, I'll try these out. I like Mario RPG. It's got to be similar, right? Yeah, okay. So I played through X that way, a decent amount of eight, except that it was impossible to understand for like my 12-year-old brain. So I skipped that completely <laughs> and then kind of went backwards from there. Cause I also had gotten seven, like not too many years after. And then I'm like, okay, I should actually, you know, explore the roots of this franchise. So I think I got the game boy version or game boy advanced versions of final fantasy one and final fantasy two and promptly dumped those. Cause I, again, wasn't very smart at that time. Uh, I got the DS version of final fantasy three and I hated it. And I didn't ever want to play final fantasy three after that. But yeah. And then Ouch. I got, Final Fantasy 4 that way and everything, but I honestly hadn't really completed like any of these pixel games because again, I'm not a smart man for like so many years. And it wasn't really until the pixel remasters came out that I was actually like, oh, okay, this dumbed it down enough for me. So now I can actually finish it. <laughs> and so I went through and did uh, one and two that way, which is great. And I'm currently working on three and I've also started up five in the same way. And then I did eventually finish four nice. and six, four through the DS version, which is much better than three. And then six, I completed, I think, on my uh, Super Nintendo Classic. So that was my my basic, Sweet. you know, flyover for Final Fantasy. Mm-hmm. But Kingdom Hearts is my favorite Final Fantasy game. Ah, there you go. Mm-hmm. Disgusting. We're going to be talking about that next episode, right? Uh, negative Ghost Rider. <laughs> Um, all right, so moving on, Jake, what do you got for us? So for those of you who don't know, I was my original moniker in the Discord was RPG Lover 3000. Uh, that was referring to action RPGs such as Dark Souls or Legend of Zelda, not turn based combat RPGs. I have only finished three RPGs, uh, even though I own much more than three. We have finished Pokemon White version 2, Undertale, and now Final Fantasy 1. I bought Final Fantasy 1 with my PlayStation 1, the white PS1 model. And uh, I bought the Origin collection for it because I wanted to avoid all the glitches. Yeah, Yeah, I didn't want Mm -hmm. to run into all that. I like to be able to complete my games if I want to. 
So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, that's it. I just decided to get into it, try it. If I wouldn't have done that, if I didn't have this podcast, so thank you. So wait, are you saying you played Final Fantasy 1 through the collection on the PlayStation 1? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Dude, Dude you know, that's oh, arguably the worst oh. version to play. Yikes. Well, I did it because A, it has the uh, no glitches. I was like the uh, no game breaking glitches anyway that I'm aware of, like the uh, NES version. That is absolutely wild. But <laughs> Doesn't the, it take yeah, like yeah, 10 PS years to load a battle? <laughs> no, no, no. The PS1 version actually has a memory save system where you can soft reboot it, and you can just cheese go avoiding all the random encounters if oh, you want wow. to. That's how I beat the uh, those two dungeons in less than two days. Uh, oh, three dungeons, there you actually. Go. Three dungeons, actually. Yeah, yeah. That I abused the memory save system and system review file. So, mm. so no glitches, but you'll definitely abuse the system as much as you can. Is what you're telling? Oh, me. totally, totally. <laughs> okay. Only when they work in your favor. I see. Exactly. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, that's mm. that's that's how I do it. You know I what they say you do have to go fast. What were you saying, Nate? Yeah. Uh, th- with the, that version, you don't go fast. Uh, I just thou oh, wow. must go fast. Well, I mean, I went, I beat three dungeons in less than two days. Is that not fast? Uh, I'm, I'm just saying, like as a general rule, those those uh, those ports are not great. Um, the load times on them are absolutely atrocious. But, I thought they were fine. Uh, that's because you've never played it on a cart or you know otherwise emulated uh, i mean otherwise i'm still just waiting to to, to click on buttons anyway i mean why bother <laughs> uh, and that that's one way of putting it i would just like wow when i i heard that and i had to do like i if i had had something in my mouth i would have had to do a bit of a spit take um <laughs> i mean uh, i did the same thing when you said you for ducky Kong country 2 over ducky Kong country 1 but sure yeah. I don't have strong feelings about Donkey Kong Country, period. But if you're going to like hold a gun to my head, I guess, you know, what, one's, one's as good as the other. Choose a Donkey Kong game now. <laughs> this is a very interesting scenario there. Uh, uh, but, um, uh, Nate, how about you, man? What, what's your sort of uh, background with, with this series as a general rule? Yeah. Uh, so I. As a kid, I didn't really care too much for a lot of the turn-based games. I'm like, mm-hmm. why aren't they just slashing the snout out of each other? You know, it's like, why are we taking turns? I don't understand. But um, I, I may have mentioned it uh, earlier, but the the Pizza Hut, right? They had these demo discs, and they had demos of like Tony Hawk's Pro Skater and Final Fantasy VIII. And I was familiar, obviously, with turn-based RPGs in the past, so like. My brother played Mario RPG and, and things like that. And so I remember seeing Final Fantasy VIII, and that was the first real exposure to uh, Final Fantasy because for some reason we kind of just never got into them on the, the Super Nintendo. And uh, I remember seeing that demo and thinking, man, this, this looks pretty cool. Um, I still was kind of at at a point where I was like, eh, I don't really want to dip into it. But my older brother, he, he saw it. He got, you know, he got sucked into it uh, pretty good. He, he played through it entirely. I watched bits and pieces of it. So I got a, a little bit of an idea of it. And then whenever I uh, was about probably 
well, it's probably about 13. Um, a friend of mine had the PC version of Final Fantasy VII, which, if I understand correctly, that's kind of a more rare version. And uh, mm-hmm. uh, it was super hard to find Final Fantasy VII. Like, I used to look for it everywhere because it was like, I, at that age, like I was early internet kind of thing, always looking, okay, what's the best video game out there? And it was always between Final Fantasy VII and Ocarina of Time. And uh, I had already played Zelda, so I was like, well, I'll, I'll check this out. And so I was looking for it everywhere. I couldn't find it. My buddy had it on PC. And so we had this old computer that we didn't really, like it, it, it was just probably horrible to run uh, anything on. And so like the cutscenes were, for some reason, when we first installed it, the cutscenes were all upside down. I don't even know how that happens, but uh I'm glad you brought that up because I remember like I actually, I think my brother ended up buying Final Fantasy VII for PC and there were a lot of problems running it uh, initially. Um, Even with all the crazy, like just weird glitches, like we ended up having some like upgrades to the computer and stuff like that. I ended up getting it to work eventually and uh, man, I loved it. And it was so up until that point, like I had this idea of what Final Fantasy was, which was like this kind of like, OK, you got your dark, broody, uh, like main character who's just, you know, it was late 90s. Everything was edgy. Right. So mm-hmm. that's that was the idea I had of Final Fantasy. And then like nine came out and my brother played it. He loved it. And I was like, I don't get it. Why are we you know, you're going back to these like kitty style like not kitty probably is not the right word i didn't ever play it but i, I kind of saw glimpses of it and you're playing as this you know kid and and kind of in hindsight as i'm going back to these pixel classics playing final fantasy 6 like i'm getting an idea of what the tone of what you know final mm-hmm. fantasy is kind of known for not that it's it, it doesn't have to be that dark brooding obviously there are dark moments there there are mm-hmm. parts of the tone that you know it's like you know it's not as um it's not all bubbly or anything like that uh, so far the, the 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 story has gotten pretty gritty in some places but it's not that distinct like hey i'm just this punk jerk and i'm just everybody that talks to me i'm i'm angry yeah i'm mm-hmm trashing on seven and eight, I guess a little bit, but I love those games, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's uh, the, the big cast in six has just been, you know, maybe I'm dipping into my thoughts on six a little bit, but, um, yeah, I'm, I'm only just now kind of getting a bigger understanding of like, okay, what makes a final fantasy game, a final fantasy game. And so, uh, yeah, I, it's, it's been an interesting, uh, dip into figuring out what that means. Yeah, well, and and it's like I, I had told you before when we sort of were talking about this off mic. Like, honestly, I think you're coming in at the high water mark for uh, like the 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 pixel Final Fantasies. Uh, I mean, between this and four, between six and four, they're arguably two of the the best. Uh, you know, it, you know, and again, there's there's some differences of opinion in in that realm, uh, sure. but. They they are two of the most sort of foundational, and I think too what's what's interesting is that like you, I it's funny kind of hearing, and I I don't want to get too much into it, but when you're talking about like watching your brother play nine, you're like I don't get it, like why are we going back? Like I actually 
came back to nine and nine's one of my favorites for a lot of reasons, but it is because they, they sort of got rid of the emo sort of drama queen, you know, melodramatic garbage. And it was sort of a more pure distillation of like, and like, listen, like I'm going to bag on those, like seven and eight aren't my favorites. I actually prefer eight to a lot of games because it's like, it's so weird and it's so esoteric and like, it like there's a part of me that really likes the fact that they were just like, Hey, let's make something totally weird and bizarre and stupid. And it's a train wreck. And I don't recommend that anybody plays it, but I actually kind of like it. It's like, I like it in theory, but then when I actually play it, I'm like, Oh no, I hate this game. Um, Six, like, uh, I like. It's kind of interesting to me that you came in six because, in a in a way, and I'm I'm I am curious to hear your thoughts, and we'll get there eventually. But six is a lot, like, like honestly, it kind of in hindsight, like I really wish I would have like. I would have said if I if I I guess if I had been paying attention or if I had known that you hadn't played any of the pixel, um, I would have said go with four. Um, because I think four is like just the better overall sort of like easier to navigate experience. It's not as complicated uh, mechanically. Uh, it doesn't have the huge cast. And there are some shortcomings because of that um, as well. But it's I think it's a much easier sort of bridge into that kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, uh, I'll, I'll definitely be interested to, to if you ever do go back to four. Uh, what your thoughts are on that. But um, so why don't we, we'll, we'll start from the beginning. Um, and Jake, since like you played Final Fantasy one, uh, why don't you sort of kick us off? Like, you know, and just, just any thoughts you have on Final Fantasy one. And I'm and but right before we do that, Jake, I'm sorry. I'm going to insert myself real quickly just to say that actually, what, Nate, what you were saying earlier about this, the Final Fantasy Origins collection being terrible is actually not true. The Origins collection, uh, I just Googled this, okay? It's oh, based was on it the Chronicles? It's Chronicles and, okay. uh, and Anthology that are terrible. The other two Final Fantasy, like the ones that were have actually four good in Chrono Trigger, um, super slow load times, and then the ones that have five and six super slow load times. But that Origins collection, um, they're based on the Wonderswan color versions, and so it's it actually runs smoother. I was reading really? it actually runs well, a bit faster than the one on NES just because of some of the quality of life stuff. So actually, Jake, you probably did have a, a pretty good experience. They rebalance stuff, I know, for Wonderswan color, um, so it was probably actually a more streamlined experience just overall. Um, but yeah, the the load times it doesn't seem like that's an issue with that game. So I'm well, glad, that's I'm glad, the, I'm glad because like I because I Chronicles and uh, what was the other one? Anthology. Anthology. They're terrible. I owned both of those. So bad. And they, it was like I'm I'm a Chrono Trigger stan, and like I will tell people who are like, you know, I want to play Chrono Trigger. Should I? I'm like, don't play that version. Like avoid like like I would rather you just not play the game at all than play that version. <laughs> um, you will be soured. I emulated five, and I remember like being so excited to like actually play five on like a legit console, and then getting in there and just being like, "What is this?" Yeah, the game like, basically freezes right before you go into a battle, so it takes forever to load just the battle screen, which is annoying. 
So Jake, w- what are your thoughts on Final Fantasy One as you played it? Especially someone new to, not even new, but but someone who hasn't played very much of the genre. I'm curious to hear your thoughts on Final Fantasy One. Well, there's not much to it. It's uh, mm-hmm. you save the princess from Garland, uh, who's betrayed his king apparently, and then you go back. You save the princess. You supposedly defeat Garland. And you return the princess to the king, and mm-hmm. uh, you, they rebuild the bridge for you, and you go off on your merry way, supposedly. And bad things happen to the world, and you have to go save the world by collecting mm-hmm. all these four elements from the four temples. This is starting to sound mildly familiar to a certain action RPG. Uh, just because of the four dungeons things. Um, honestly, it did feel a little bit like uh, Legend okay. of Zelda for the NES. A lot of uh, the minimalist guide I was following, it reminded me a lot of uh, like how the overworld was okay. structured and how to get to places. I wouldn't have been able to make out like I need to go here to do this, like. The wind temple needed uh, the wind temple needed to be accessed by a mm-hmm. warp key, but the top of the tower, and you need a certain key to get into the tower. Mm. Like I wouldn't have been able to figure that. Yeah, out that that guide. original guide that Josh referenced uh, was actually pretty mandatory. Uh, the 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 original RPG yeah. design stuff. That's what there I've was seen. a lot of like really, and that was like that was not uncommon. Just yeah, that was like commonplace that was in the NES norm. era like no, there was, was that was like one of the castle yeah yeah uh also one of the original castlevanias there was like this crystal thing that you needed to find i can't remember i think it was like castlevania 2 maybe and you had to like yeah. do something with it at a statue yeah. or something and there was nothing in the game that would actually tell you about it they had to say something in like nintendo power so that people could actually figure it out um This is why I have such a huge issue when people say you should play Dark Souls with no guides. Uh, I mean, <laughs> like, Dark no, Souls is kind of a different beast, and like ninety percent, I would say like ninety five percent of that is more of just like l- learning how to be used. But I think like, like yeah. it, it's a it is kind of interesting that you know you you did pick up on that that and that was like I said there was just a ton of that stuff where they. The, the the onboarding or the tutorialization was absolutely abysmal. And there were things that sometimes in these games that you had no idea what to like. I mean, like in comparison to especially like mm-hmm. it's it's sort of contemporary Dragon Quest, there wasn't a ton in Dragon Quest. Now there were a few mm-hmm. things in Dragon Quest that needed that. Um it, it but it was like Final Fantasy, I remember. Um and there were I think I can't re- I cannot remember this. The rat tail is actually necessary in this one, correct? For the uh sword, yes. Oh no, for the wait, hold on. I mean, yeah, no, I think the rat tail. Well that's tail that's what you need in order to get sword. the new classes. The class upgrades. But is it is it strictly yeah, mandatory? Upgrades, yes. See, I it's been so long since I originally played the game. I don't yeah. know if the job class was mandatory, but it it, mm-hmm. it certainly may have seemed like that. I don't know. I didn't 
even skip that because I wanted my characters to be mildly overpowered. Oh, yeah, yeah, I mean, level yeah, twenty-five, and it's a huge upgrade. <laughs> like, it's, yeah, it, it is game changing. Yeah, exactly. You know what's funny? I didn't no. even beat chaos with flare. Uh, see, I flare. Okay, okay. <laughs> I just used holy chaos. Okay, uh, steel oh, and haste actually works in that one, doesn't it? And um, this, <laughs> but. I would say, and this is in this, like I said, this was my first, you know, Final Fantasy, one of my first JRPGs. Um, I think something really special about this game, and, and maybe, yeah, maybe it's just based on my experience, is that it does, I, I think you used the word earlier, it, it feels a little generic. Like it's almost like a D&D, like this was my yeah. introduction to D&D. It's not D&D, I totally get that. Yeah. But it but it feels that yeah, way. I mean, D&D. like they had to change yeah. the name of the Beholder and the Sprite for the American version because it was a Beholder and that's a D&D uh, enemy. So so even the Mind Flayers, they yeah. do that well, with, with a few the of the, the different Sprites yeah. when they brought it over to America. So it was like heavily based on D&D. And it almost has like in the sprite mm. work, which is fantastic for the time, because again, I played the NES version. Um, it feels mm. more like grown up. It doesn't feel like a kid's game. Like it feels, and it's and it's hard. Like at least at least yeah. the one on NES, the Wonder Swan Color one, Fair. might have have added some more quality of life things. But you could get destroyed pretty easily, and so you're constantly like going back and forth in and out of dungeons and using a tent and buying tons of potions and stuff like that just to survive that um it it has this it, it has like a um an adventure it feels like an adventure like having to explore in order to figure stuff out in order to go to new places was a big part of it for me when i was younger too so so like i said this one holds a very mm-hmm. special place in my heart i'm curious if you felt that I'm curious if you felt that the the genericness of it was a good thing or a bad thing. Like it was just kind of like, eh, it's just another game. Does it feel like that at that point? Because it might, like even to me, if I played it nowadays and I had and I didn't have that history with it. But I know at the time it felt more serious. If that makes sense. Yeah, I think um, even back then, I don't think it was doing too many new things. Okay. I mean, you have D&D, you have Ultima, you have Wizardry, you have mm-hmm. Dragon Quest. You have, um, I think the Tensei games were yeah. still going as well, mm-hmm. just becoming more yeah. mainstream too, right? So, yeah, then you have Fire Emblem as well. Mm-hmm. And those are all going, and it just comes, and for some reason mm-hmm. it just works. Maybe it's just because it's so simple, it's mm-hmm. a beautiful thing. Maybe there's beauty and simplicity. Yeah, no, I uh, I enjoyed it. Cool. Original Final Fantasy was 1987, mm-hmm. but I think like in a lot of ways, original Final Fantasy and Dragon Quest. Um, oh yeah, I mean the the opening to Final Fantasy is kind of a <laughs> kind of a jab at Dragon Quest. You know, uh, Jake yeah. talked about how <laughs> like you go and you save the princess, and that's like the opening, and then the opening of the game happens, like. It's, yeah. it's kind of saying like this is a much bigger adventure than what you're used to with Dragon Quest. I want to say two was out by the oh, time that the Drag- so Final Dragon Fantasy Quest dropped. was eighty six, Final mm-hmm. Fantasy one was eighty seven. Um, but I think two is like there there are some differences because like you know whereas Dragon Quest was I I want to say is like wizardry um, was really kind of inspired mm-hmm. by like wizardry. 
um, with the sort of yeah. the the almost like first person sort of view from the menu screen or the the attack menu screen. Yeah, uh, Final Fantasy did very much have like the the they started off with the like the onslaught like the sprite representation of your party on the screen fighting. So there was a difference there. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I just think too, it's like, but yeah, it's like the, the tone is like, you know, Josh, it's, it's kind of like listening to you guys and sort of you guys were bandying around the term generic and I'm like, it, maybe it feels generic now or sort of like a little like plain Jane now, yeah, but totally. at that point in time, like this thing would have been just completely almost like brain melting. Like, <laughs> like this like especially on on a console like there were some things that were probably on the pc side of things that were sort of approaching this or but this this was arguably one of the most massive things that had ever happened and it mm-hmm. happened on the console side of things um and mm-hmm. it's especially for like just like i mean this game launched you you know the the empire that you know is basic is square enix now Still going. yeah so i mean right but when i say generic i simply mean in the sense that like it doesn't even necessarily feel like a final fantasy game like a lot of the final fantasy tropes some of them are established like you know the, different the, the, four, jobs, crystals, the, the four crystals the, the jobs yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. but there but there's a lot of thi- the airship mm-hmm. you know things mm-hmm. like that um, so, so there are some of those things there, but it also does feel a lot, it feels a lot more like D and D than later what final mm-hmm. fantasy comes to be. So that's, yeah. that's what I mean. When I, I, I guess yeah. I just mean it on, well, kind of it, like a and that's what it was supposed to be. It was right. basically right. supposed to be console, uh, like console D and D. Yeah. And then so. it goes sci-fi at the end. And that's, that's the part where it feels final fantasy to me. So, Oh, speaking of, I'm curious. I think uh, the end of the game, like apparently the um, so the Wind Temple, those are all like robots, right? So it's like this uh, world of post-apocalyptic mm. universe. I mean, it it doesn't seem post-apocalyptic because it doesn't seem like there's that much terrible, you know, things going on necessarily in the world. It was just the uh, the four fiends wreaking havoc. Because chaos. I mean, that that's lose. fairly apocalyptic well, in nature. Four fiends. Well, somewhat, but it's not like it was a desolate well, wasteland. There's yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't like a, the desolate dystopian mm-hmm. kind of thing. Yeah. Well, don't they tack on at right. the end that yeah. there's like a thousand year mm-hmm. time loop or something, or a two thousand year time loop? Yeah. <laughs> oh yes. Oh, Some yes. nonsense like yeah. that with varying strands of different, mm-hmm. just branching mm-hmm. out all over the place. Yeah. So Wes, you're familiar with Final Fantasy One as well. Why don't you kind of like weigh in on on this a little bit too? I mean, in terms of my personal enjoyment of it, it's probably the one I enjoyed the least, honestly. And I'm actually I'm actually one of those few people that you know finished all of Final Fantasy Thirteen. So when I say the first one, at least Hmm. that's saying a lot. But I, I think it's generally a good game. I think they did a great job with it and coming up with basically all the tropes and everything that you would see from there on out. I just think it just tends to be like a little boring here and there. And <laughs> I, I, I don't know. know. I did it, in the it, beginning, Wes. And it just feels so. You know what I did in the beginning? Hmm? I just farmed the uh, mini game for Gil. So that's all yeah. I did for like a week. Yeah. Oh, that, that's a oh, choice. Man. It's certainly a choice you can make. A choice yeah. I would make uh, or I recommend. I don't know. It's um, just not. How many spells early, man? In the Origins version? Mm hmm. 
if you can finish the game, the mini game in under thirty seconds, it keeps giving you five thousand okay. or more. So for every time you beat original it, NES, time. it gives you one hundred gold for beating it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, it increases every time you beat your own mm-hmm. time. Okay. And if you get your time below thirty, it gives you over gotcha. gives you like five thousand gotcha. or something. Yeah, it's in the okay. it's in the guide or in the um. It's in the guide. It's not in the guide. It's in a video. <laughs> the official no, it's guide. A, it's a video. Oh, okay. I was about to it's say, wow. I think that says a lot about the quality of the game. If even the guide's telling you, like, <laughs> yeah, you should exploit this. 100%. No, it's not in the guide. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, it, I, I would say the game is very obtuse, yes. and I can see why they had the guides so readily available. And like, it's like, hey, here's how you play the game. Because like, I don't know. Like I said, I'm not very smart. So when I actually have to think about my games, like, come on, I'm not going to. I like Sonic. I like going <laughs> fast. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, no, your, your I, I statement genera- about generally playing enjoy it, but I think it's one of the weakest for, like entries. the first two weeks uh, actually runs counter to the going fast statement. Like, I, <laughs> not my ending it. Not much. Not the last three temples. Uh, I'm just saying, like, they, there's nothing fast about you know spending two weeks on a mini game. Hey, if I spend a week on uh, playing a minigame and buy all the strong spells and then beat the last three temples with even stronger spells. I, the ends justify the means. I'm just saying there's there there is like the, this yeah. this whole there's there's some dissonance there, friend. That's all I that's all I'm saying. Some cognitive dissonance. There is harmony <laughs> there is harmony and dissonance. Uh, paradoxical. Those, those actually exist as complete, you know, opposites. Harmony and dissonance. Well, dissonance is a form of harmony. But anyways, that doesn't matter. Um, I did confirm that actually the NES, it only ever gives you 100 pieces of gold. You can never change that. It's You play the game, you get 100 pieces of gold. And that was Mm. supremely frustrating when I was a kid because it felt very difficult to play that block puzzle game. Anyways. uh, There's there's an easy solution to that minigame. It's um, the four goes on, the three goes underneath the four. The five, the five goes underneath the four. Three goes underneath the two. The five goes underneath the four. This, this sounds like the solution. The, to like uh, a Rubik's eight follows. Cube. Like once you know, you know. Yeah, it's like. But a, until you get the there, eight it's goes under. <laughs> the the eight goes underneath the nine. Okay. See, I didn't even know so there was a. This is how you translate. Like, okay. The eight goes five, right. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> no, that's great. I'm, I'm the winning. I'm, I'm actually yeah. like Josh. I'm I'm going to this like I'm I'm going to pull an actually card. You okay. told me that dissonance is is a type of harmony, a form of harmony. Yes. When the actual dictionary defines okay. it as such, lack of harmony among musical notes. Uh, okay. Attention or clash resulting from tiger, the combination of two disharmonious or unsuitable elements. Mm-hmm. Its very definition is like no harmony. Well, okay, but harmony just means simultaneously sounding notes, and so dissonance are just two notes that that you know don't sound good together. You can you you can use harmony to say that things sound good in harmony, but the so like we use that word multiple ways. It can either mean two notes sounding yep. together or two notes that sound good together. I'm I'm just saying, so, I'm just saying I wasn't yeah. wrong. I wasn't okay. wrong. And Fair and the enough. way that that was being used, <laughs> I'm saying like 
Okay. That's 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 all I'm saying. Like, mm-hmm. you know, occasionally, occasionally I need to do that. Like, no, <laughs> I was not sounding like an idiot. I do uh, that other times, but this was a time where it, yeah. it's like, no. It is not harmonious. It's certainly not. So it what is. you're saying is, so even though it sounds like both of your answers are in opposition and dissonance, they're actually in harmony with one another. harmonious together. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Yeah, that's, Yes. <laughs> Yes. Um, Harmonyception right there. <laughs> and <laughs> and with that, I mean like okay, so the next the, I mean the, so we we talked Final Fantasy 1. Did anyone have any other thoughts on Final Fantasy 1 before we move to next Final Fantasy? Yeah. One more. The uh sea temple, the water temple is trash. Okay. I you can't move a single step without Going into this it, is the, okay, a long legacy of water, water temples being garbage. Um, this is yes. This is where it all exactly. starts. Probably this is worse. Where it all starts. Probably worse than any <laughs> water level in Sonic. Honestly, I'd rather play Labyrinth Zone than do uh, that again. Sonic has been referenced entirely too many times for my comfort. I'm just I'm I'm expressing that. Um, <laughs> so. Um, yeah, no, and and it's it's one of those things where, um, you, you know, Josh, I I know that when we've talked about the top one hundred list, we used to have the conversation about the original Dragon Quest, mm-hmm. and now that I'm I'm sort of thinking about it, I I think you know, Final like the original Dragon Quest and the original Final Fantasy would both be like really interesting, sort of like entry points for a lot of people. Just like go mm-hmm. back and play them. Like I don't think like. Dragon Quest, I think, is a little more coherent. It's a little more sort of like easier to follow without having to like, I will give it that. But I do sure. think yeah. the fact that like, you're right, it, it's like this sort of like the game sort of starts out and where Dragon Quest sort of like ends, like there is that that, that bit of a jab and it's like, oh no, this is just the beginning of the game. Right. It's like go rescue the princess and like, and here's another like 20 or 30 hours or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, which I I don't think like the original Final Fantasy is like that long. If you just no. sort of like rip right through it, I think it might be like a twenty hour game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's about thirty hours. For oh me. wow, okay. it wasn't very long. Yeah, I think I spent about eight hours on the Pixel nice. remaster, but that has a speed up function, so oh, that's it's awesome. like you that's bust great. through that mm-hmm. game so quick. Also, to butt into the musical definitions, musical dissonance is when two or more notes are played at the same time and are disharmonious, or in layman's terms, mm-hmm. sound unpleasant. But dissonance in music isn't necessarily a bad thing. Musical artists use dissonance. Were we speaking? Effects. All I'm going to say is we were not talking about music. We were not talking in musical terminology. We we're uh, talking using them in the more commonplace and, and sort of saying these yeah, things the are alike yeah. and these are opposite. You're right. So That's I'm right. Don't argue with me. <laughs> you can keep going. You can keep going. I could go down this. Flesh. I could go down this rabbit hole all night. All um, night. I don't have all night. I don't have all night. I have nice. a class tomorrow. Nice. So um, do we want to go in order of the the games themselves going next? We started um, off. I mean, we can Final sort of Fantasy. like uh, you know. I I think it would probably be uh, since we didn't really we have experience is there anything i mean i think the 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 only thing that i would like to touch on about two is just like the the really interesting leveling system um yeah but it's on the origins collection now so two basically you level up by doing things 
Um, so you attack, yeah. you level up. Is it strength? Like, like if you attack Something with a sword, lines, it's like sure. you you yeah. level up strength. Like if you mm-hmm. want to level up somebody's healing, you have them cast heal on themselves a whole bunch or something like that. It's like, it, like the, the the Final Fantasy Tactics meme where you would like put somebody in the corner and you would like just like beat up and just keep healing. That's kind of where this started. Mm-hmm. And so like your speed and all that stuff was like there was a direct one to one sort of like correlation, and it it was yeah. really really interesting. Um. <clears throat> But it was ab- actually, it makes for a very unpleasant sort of experience and it's kind of broken. Um, mm-hmm. It's like. Oh, I'm, par- I'm reading the um, glitchy list and it's called the target cancel bug. Oh, yeah. There, well, there's that too. If you, if you select your character to do an action and then you go to the next character and you back up, they get the points, the points in, in the, for the system itself. So you can continuously do that to have them gain a level by the end of it. Cause, cause the, the game is running a, a calculation mm-hmm. in the background, the points, you can't actually see those points, but it's basically, you get an X amount of points for doing an action. Once that hits a hundred, then you gain a level in that, that thing and you increase if that makes sense. So you can keep doing that until so that you gain a level mm-hmm. in that. Um, it is that specific really, thing. really interesting. It's, it's yeah. a fascinating idea. Um, yeah. And it's actually the saga games take that idea and run with it. Yeah. Um, and that's why they're so mm-hmm. like busted and weird and broken and janky because they took what was sort of a janky system mm-hmm. and they, they asked a whole bunch of what ifs about it. Now, to sure. be fair, the saga system is probably more coherent than two. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but a two system is really interesting. But yeah. as far as actually playing the game, it's like, uh, so in order, I'm, I'm trying, it's been, again, 30 years-ish mm-hmm. since I, well, no, 25 years-ish since I played this. But I think like to to build up your speed, you need to run away from encounters. Um, like, like that sounds well, it's escaping. And so that's how you, like you escape enough times and you up your speed. It's like, if you want to make somebody like tough, you attack them. Like it's just well, like yeah, you get them attacked, but then you can exploit it by just attacking your own characters. Yeah, things along those lines. Which, like you said, it's it's really interesting because you think about it, and it's like a very granular way. The RPGs, JRPGs, express that the work that you put in, you gain back through mm-hmm. leveling. Right? You you level up, and so you become stronger in that way. And what if you? What if that was super granular to where like in in real life where if you want to build up your arm strength you continually stress the muscles in your arms until you can you can actually build up that strength what if you do that on that level of you know strength and magic use and and speed and all these other things which like you said Nate sounds really cool but the execution because this was the first game that did it you know like you have to give it credit for that um one, yeah, it, it busted and broken is is a good way of of putting it. But yeah, also also unpleasant in a lot of different ways. Unless you know what you're doing, then you can tailor the game in such a way to make it pleasant. Even um, if you know what you're doing, like the game, like you have to work around that system, and mm-hmm. that in and of well, itself you can is just use the system. You don't. Even yeah, but it's have it's it's it. yeah, it's well, and that's what I'm saying. It's like you can use it, but it's like there's such a level of intentionality and it's kind of like mm-hmm. actually now that we're thinking about it like 
I'm I'm kind of on it. It reminds me of Morrowind because Morrowind okay. and has a very similar model where it's the more you do something, it's like and and Skyrim actually sort of echoes that. I can't re- I, I think Oblivion sort of sidesteps some of that, but the more you do in action, yep. the more you sort of level up in that proficiency. Mm. But by the time you get to Morrowind and Skyrim, it's much more polished. And eventually when you get to yeah. Skyrim, it's like it's sort of like you see what that system like like what i think what they were kind of like aiming at but then when you see what like when you actually experience what two does with that it's just it can be pretty infuriating yeah um because it's it it is very it is very intentional in the sense that like you have to like you have to be mindful of like these things, like you know, taking damage and things mm-hmm. like that. Like you need to to get your have your characters be hit, um, yeah. so that their 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 health and their uh, their defense goes up. Yeah, like you have to, and yeah. and that's what I'm. It's it's, it's absolutely fascinating, mm-hmm. but it's also like a little mind numbing. Yeah, yeah. It was very frustrating for me when I played, and again, I didn't get that far. Um, but it was very frustrating fighting stronger and stronger enemies and feeling as though. It, it doesn't give you any more of a reward than going back and fighting weaker enemies. Uh, I know that's not entirely true, but that's the way it felt when I played it. Well, and it is kind of true though, because in a lot of ways it is more like, this is the game where grinding really sort of like, if you like the grind, that's the game. Like, <laughs> cause you will grind. Um, the first one's not free of that either, at least in the original. No, games. but this one, because of the way the leveling system works, yeah, it's yeah. it's pretty, it's more uh, granular. Yeah. And again, Wes, I, you have some experience with this as well. What what are your thoughts on two? I would actually say that Final Fantasy two is the prime example for yeah. why we needed the pixel remasters because when you play it in the pixel remaster form, that game shot like immediately to the top of uh, wow, the top half of my Final Fantasy list. Like comparing all of them that I played, Final Fantasy Two might actually—it is definitely my favorite of the NES ones, and probably third place in my two D list if I had to put that together. Because it is just Hmm. such a fun game with the way that they work rework that system. They balanced it out a little bit and made it a little easier to gain different points in different areas, so that you're not completely over like committed to one specific thing that you're doing. But also that just the story itself is one of the best stories that I think that they've actually told. And it doesn't get enough credit because you can't get past that horrible battle system from how it was presented in the original. So the fact that they went ahead and redid all that and fixed so many of those issues actually made it like That's a really cool. great game in my opinion. And yeah, I, I would highly recommend doing that. I did that on the phone before they had all the boosts and everything. And even still, I was just like, okay, mm. this battle system makes nice. way more sense than I expected. And it was, a, it was so much fun. Like just being able to micromanage all these numbers, but not to like, you know, <laughs> having to dig out a calculator or an Excel spreadsheet or anything. And just focusing on the things that I wanted to and tailoring it to the experience that I preferred to have, because I don't know, it just felt like it really was like, in this case, my adventure and that I wasn't just, you know, ticking the regular boxes for somebody else's adventure. Honestly, Final Fantasy Two is a mm. treasure. Mm. More people need to play yeah, it. Maybe I'll have to pick up this the the pixel remaster. Pixel remaster, then, yeah. It left a bad taste in my mouth, but I could totally see that mm-hmm. if it were done properly. Because I have heard really good things about the story, and frankly, I mean, it's a huge step up from the first game, mm-hmm. which the story was largely non-existent except for the beginning oh, yeah. and the end. 
Um, and, and that's just, that's just the nature, you know, they were kind of finding their way. Whereas this one even starts off, um, in, in throws you in the middle of it. So, yeah, I think what's, what's kind of like interesting is, and again, it's been 20 plus years since I played this, but now it's like, you've got me like a little curious because Mm -hmm. like, I just remember when I did finally finish it and there may have been some cheating involved. Like it may have been like one of those things where I just like turned on like the game genie (laughs) code where it's like, give me a you know 99 like there might have just been like i just want to be done like kind of energy but now i'm kind of like Mm -hmm. i'm 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 thinking like hey you know maybe maybe i'll go back check out the pixel remaster and you know see see what i think about the story so nice um, yeah well it, it wasn't just me you don't have to take just my word for it because both paul and justin from the discord they both finished it on the Pixel Remaster, and they're just like, "Oh mm. gosh, this is actually a good game. No way, that's awesome. So, this is actually really fun." So, <laughs> not just me. I'm not. Nate, I'm not I know that crazy. like you, you've been really quiet over there. Um, what are your thoughts so far that, that you're listening to the the mega nerds? Well, <clears throat> it's funny because when I was looking at all the different remasters, um, two actually stuck out to me a little bit because of that okay. that particular. Um, mechanic i really like the idea of like for me the gameplay is always like the bread and butter i mean the story is always you know one of the main focuses and it drives you to keep going but like just that idea of being able to fine tune by you know specific actions um but i did also hear that it was very broken and so that's what uh, eventually turned me to six um a, a buddy of mine he's in trg actually mm-hmm. uh crazy story how i met that guy but anyways he's the, our youth pastor at at our church oh sweet and uh, uh yeah yeah austin goodell um oh, yeah. okay yeah okay yeah it's so crazy we met through trg and the church that we're at right now is looking for a youth pastor in like a super tiny town anyways long story <laughs> uh but anyways he was the one that told me about it he's like yeah it's it's this really unique kind of mechanic and he's like but it, it's kind of broken and so i was like okay well i'll go with six and because also that's his favorite as well so that was another nice. reason to dip into it but but yeah um both one and two yeah i've got i've got some reason to go back and dip into those yeah uh, it's it, like this conversation so far is actually kind of like I'm thinking about just because I, I snagged six the other day, but I may go back and just like pick up the rest of the collection at some point. Um, Dude, you're talking my my exact thoughts. That's, <laughs> like, that's how I've been. Because like, I mean, even sort of like talking about like, you know, I did that bite sized a while ago talking about games that like I want Byron to play at some mm-hmm. point in time. And I'm like, I would love for him to like maybe journey through some of the final fantasies i mean um so yeah no, i'm but that i've got i've got a few years before i need to worry about that too much mm-hmm. um yeah. i actually did start my seven-year-old wow. on final fantasy nice. one he didn't make it very far but he tried That's awesome he certainly tried <laughs> he thought I it mean, looked really cool but. you should have started him on dragon quest not there yet um dragon quest one dude it's i i played that was like the first <laughs> game that idea. like i was like seven or eight mm-hmm. i think yeah. maybe like nine but yeah it's like it, it was around that age and it got its hooks into me and just like down the rabbit hole i went or infinity's um, trash is coming out soon so there's that hey, too. you don't you do not besmirch infinity's trash <laughs> um yeah i 
Yeah, uh, like, that's on my list. Come yeah. on, I think it's gonna. I think that one's gonna that. do really well. I'm um, I'm sure it will. It's just a mm-hmm. it's just a funny name. I was you're just say hateful. a garbage name, but that's a little too. You're just too hateful. Funny. Like, uh, listen, video game naming conventions are all garbage. So, like, true. let's not let's not pretend that Strash is like it's all a dumpster fire. It's all a dumpster fire. But um, let, let's kind of we are an hour into this, and oh boy, we're yeah. we're only. We still have four more games to talk about. So, well, here's here's my thought. Okay, so I'm, I've I've got three. I know Wes had three as well. We can talk about that. I say we we basically skip over four and five unless anyone played those in particular. I have six. I have some thoughts that like I think okay. we can touch on real quick. Like, and honestly, the fact that we talked about two as long as we did mm-hmm. um, kind of amused me because I thought like, oh, I'd just be like, yeah, it's just like the leveling system is not great. Yeah, but well, I, um, I also think that like this main this episode is not necessarily to cover all the games. So yes, we can we can give just kind of a flyover, and it's yeah. not to say anything negative about four. It's simply that like this isn't necessarily the place where we're going to four talk. is we're going to arguably like I I mean like to it's me great. it's number two in mm-hmm. the pixels, but it's it's a it's top shelf Final Fantasy. I yeah. mean like. I mean, it's it's like, too good. What can Paul, we really say? Paul about will it? probably it's be upset because we didn't get it enough air Well, that, that's what I'm saying. Is like it's it's not it's it's nothing about its quality. It's simply just the basic. This episode is about you know it's it's a book club about the games that we played, and if none of us played it, then we don't. Necessarily so have to go that play. that being said, um, let's uh, let's let's move on to three. You you and Wes both, and again, uh, I'll sort of sit on 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 the other side of most of this because it's been twenty odd years since I played any of it. But I, this, I, what I do know is that this was sort of a bit of a return to form. They mm-hmm. went back to a lot of the same. Now, they were a little more fleshed out, but the systems were pretty much the ones from Final Fantasy 1. Yeah, somewhat, except the, the big addition was the addition of jobs that you can change on the fly. So not just the upgrades that we talked about in Final Fantasy 1, but that you actually choose your job throughout the game and you're continuously kind of jumping back and forth between different jobs to do different things. Um, there's, there's a good amount of jobs, I want to say like two dozen jobs throughout the game. Um, so it's not a small, you know, there's, there, you know, there's what, like five or six to choose from in the original one. And then you get that upgrade. Um, so, so it's a huge step up. There's, there's tons of different things, you know, like Geomancer and Time Mage and, and a Black Knight and like things that are kind of off the wall, um, that are not your standard kind of tropey stuff. So again, this, this is feeling a little bit more like Final Fantasy at this point. You got Sid, you got the Chocobos, you've got like five different airships throughout this, the course of this game. So I have a lot of really good things to say about the game in general. I loved playing it when I emulated it um, years and years ago, back in high school. Um, I love the game. It's, I mean, yeah, it's it's probably still my favorite out of the three Final Fantasies um, on on the original NES. However, um, so I played this one on DS. My my, this was exactly what I needed when I was not feeling well because I could play it basically brain dead and grind change your job and do whatever you want to there there wasn't very much strategy to it at least in the 3d version um which is exactly what i needed i did not need to play tears of the kingdom or um or elden ring <laughs> i needed something just real simple that i could focus on um so i i enjoyed my time playing it however 
Um, the big thing to me, and this this will be my one big thought to kind of to to kind of throw out there, is that they they tried to add a story which was mostly non-existent in the NES game, as far as I remember, um, or Famicom game technically. Um, but they they tried to add a story which was not great um, in the 3D version. It, it's it's really it kind of just trickles out throughout the game. It's it's not very good, um, and there's not much to it. However. The thing for me is what I mentioned about Final Fantasy, the first one, is that it felt more grown up just between the different sprites, the enemies, um, you know, Yoshitaka Mano's artwork and things like that that are done in these spri- in sprites. Uh, everything about that, the, even the difficulty, felt like it was geared, it was more mature, not in, not in an edgy, mature way, but like, you know, it felt more like it was gearing towards an older audience. Um, it felt more serious. That's what it is. It felt more serious. Whereas with the art style that they went with in the the 3D, or excuse me, the yeah, the 3D version of the game, it does not feel, I feel like it drains it of all the seriousness. In such a way, I mentioned earlier, this art style works fantastically with a game like Bravely Default, which does not take itself seriously. Throughout the entire game, like there's some serious stuff that happens towards the end, but because you're jumping back and forth between very comical things and then like some dark stuff thrown in there as well, that constant back and forth, and I think Six does this really well, um, that constant back and forth works with this art style. However, I don't think that this game was made with that tone. And so it was very, there was this huge clash to me of tonal, like aesthetic tone versus the tone of the story. Like I don't feel uh, very invested in this story because it, it, it feels like it should be more serious, but the characters are kind of, man, we're just kids. We're running around, whatever. We're making jokes and stuff like that. And so it was very jarring and did not hit very well. And so I am not very big on this 3D version of Final Fantasy III for that reason. I enjoyed my time with it, but I would not recommend playing this this version of the game. Man, that is uh, the most savage takedown. That's actually probably (laughs) my favorite version of the game. Okay. Uh, Now, granted, the only versions I played were this (laughs) and the... the, uh, the original pixel version, like a translated okay. yep. ROM. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like, I and and I really like it as sort of a a point of origin for what would eventually become the the bravely default style. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like it, but yeah, I I can see where like it's sort of like you know, I guess sort of undermines the dramatic tension that the game yeah. is is sort of setting up. So I, I guess I can respect that, but <laughs> if I have to, if I have to, Wes, did you did you have thoughts on three? I, I have thoughts on three. Yeah, I think you actually said the best that when you said that it was hard to get invested. Mm-hmm. You're you were specifically speaking about the art style and the you know way it goes with the story. I just think in general, I, I wasn't able okay. to get invested in the game. Period. Because I don't know if it's because I put so much more time in Final Fantasy V, which has like, sure a way superior job system but when you go back to three for one it feels way more limiting Mm -hmm. which you know that's just the way it is but like i'm struggling so hard to think of like what happens in this game because i cannot even like and i played the pixel remaster and i've played you know a decent portion of the 3d version on the ds but 
for the life of me, I cannot think of a single like story point or anything interesting that happens to the characters other than mm-hmm. the, that they're dressed as onions. I don't, I don't like onions anyway, so that probably ruined the whole thing for me right there. But like, what happens in this game? Yeah, can can you name like who are the bosses? Like, what is going on in this game? Like, I legitimately cannot think of anything that actually happens that's like mm-hmm. of no period. So maybe it's just me and like having a short attention span. But I played two right before it, and two was like, oh wow, there are these great characters, and you get like a fourth yeah. like party member coming in, and then you get to you know work with your characters and build up your team the way you want it to. And all oh, these great scenes that happen, but nothing happens in three. Like, I just cannot think of anything. Can you like give me any story points about the game? Cause I'm really struggling having only played like a decent amount of it, like a month ago. Like I don't remember. I just kind of coasted through it. And, and I feel like you use the term brain dead and it just, it just feels mm. like kind of like a brain dead game. Mm. I don't know. <laughs> like, maybe that's just me being like a little bit biased towards mm. it because it's not five and five is great, but. I don't know. It's just me. Like I just did not enjoy it. And every time I was like, okay, I got to pick this up and try playing it. I just, I couldn't do it. Like, I was just like, ah, this is so boring. I don't want to play this game. Like it feels like the most vanilla mm-hmm. of the vanilla final fantasy formulas. So I don't know. I just, Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. I, the music yeah. is beautiful though. The music's fantastic. I think it's one of my favorite soundtracks period, but mm-hmm. everything else is just, That's, pff, uh, gross. Man. I don't like it. And just for the record, Josh, I, I'm looking at a tier list of all the final fantasy three jobs. It mm-hmm. says there's 24. Um, oh, hey, two dozen. So two dozen. Nice. Um, now, one of those is the secret class Onion Knight, which is only oh, okay. good if you power it up. Right, in the um, 3D version, yeah. So I, I see, like, here's here's the thing, though, Wes, is what, what what I will say is, like, what what order did you play? Did you play five before you played three? Yeah, I definitely. Well, no, no, okay. actually, no, I played the 3D version first, and I got... I, I got easily like 20 oh, hours wow. into that game before I quit because I just came across like this unstoppable, like mm. I could not figure out why I couldn't beat this boss. And I grinded and I grinded and I was like, nope, I'm done. Like one of the first times I just so really like. I remember like, cause, and I think I pretty much, I, I might've played them in order. Maybe I, I think I played four before I played anything else. Um, but I remember really liking three be- specifically because of the introduction of the job system. Uh, I have to agree with you. I don't remember any, like all of the story notes. I'm like, no idea. Like four crystals world's broken. Mm-hmm. We fix it. Like, you know, mm-hmm. but like, honestly, I've played wind is important. Like, apparently, and, you know, and I, I've played so many video games that like for me to re- actually remember, and I've just read so much and, and I've just engaged and consumed so much media that sometimes like, unless your storyline is actually really intriguing, I just sort of move past it. And so like, I, I can definitely agree that like the storyline is kind of like, eh, but I, what I will say is I think, especially for the time, like, and given what they like 24 jobs within that game, like, and Oh, in summons. That's another thing. Yeah. Um, it And it introduced cool. the, the summoner class. Um, yeah. I, I think there's something really special about three in a lot of ways. It might be, it might be bottom half just because I think it's been outclassed by things that have followed it. Sure. But it is sort of like, it is the, the turning point. And without a three, you don't get a five, you don't get tactics. You don't get any of the, the really robust job system stuff. Like, this was the one where this sort of, and like, I don't know. I just, so I, 
you, you're, you're being a little hard on it, but I understand because like it is a little milk toast in the sense that like the story's good. And it, you're right in comparison to one that doesn't really have much of a, like, you know, one has the beginning and the end and there's a whole lot of, like, there's this thing that we say about Pennsylvania, right? You got Pittsburgh and Philadelphia and a whole bunch of Kentucky in the middle. Um, that's why we call it Pennsylvania. Um, you, you know, and that's sort of like Final Fantasy one is like, you got a beginning and an end and a whole lot of something else in the middle. Um, and three is a little more co- coherent from what I do. Like, but it's like, honestly, I didn't remember being like gobsmacked by the story or anything. I just, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So. Th- yeah. It didn't have the, the, the like set piece moments um, that I think other games in the series have. So mm-hmm. yeah, I, th- I think that's a good point. Yeah. And that's a good point. I don't know. Story is just kind of where I'm at. Yeah. So it's just like, if it has a great story, yeah, I'm going to continue with it. But if it has no story, th- like basically nothing, I-, I can't get into it. Like, there's nothing there for me to chew and on. And I think I that's I that's the point of differentiation because I am I I'm coming to terms with the fact that I am I enjoy story, but I'm a systems guy. Mm. And if you give me a system that I can like dig around in and get like funky with the toolkit, like I get that. I mean, that's uh, uh, it's becoming readily apparent. Like Destiny Two, mm-hmm. uh, Snap, Diablo Four, like g- yeah. like give me like the games where I can do like the crazy weird dumb builds, and it's like. Like, and even like the way that I went nuts, like, you know, I've talked to you guys about like the, the weird stuff that like the, the weird jobs and, and builds that from bravely default and bravely second mm-hmm. and all that, oh, like, yeah. Oh, yeah. like the patisserie of death is still like when it's like, it makes me laugh every, like from bravely second, just hysterical, hysterical. It's like, that's what three was missing. Pastry chef. <laughs> that's it, it. Everything's better with pastries and pastry chefs, friends. Yeah. Um, well, and I think of the crazy stuff you can do uh, in Octopath, like with the dancer and, and doing, yeah, they're pulling off all kinds of crazy stuff. Yeah, so, and do, yeah, like, this, yeah. This is the origin of that. I agree. It's it's hard to recommend nowadays, though, as more than just a historical piece. At best, at best, so, Final Fantasy three is middle of the pack. Yeah. Um, yeah. But so. I do think it has, like, important historical reference. Like, it is an important historical piece. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't disagree with that. I just... I don't know. I just don't see much reason for me to ever go back yeah, to it. Totally. Yeah. Like I don't, it's, it's the last one I finished for a good reason because yeah. I'm just not interested. Yeah. Cool. So, cool. So, I mean, we mentioned, we mentioned four, four is a fantastic game. It's four got is perfect. 100% a plus <laughs> the best game. I, I take Final issues four has the best it. final fantasy. Some best, the, uh, best game repeating is notes throughout the game that are supposed to be really hard hitting that, uh, repeat and repeat and repeat. What is it? Four or five characters that do the same thing. Anyways. Um, but th- that's just to take it down. So I, I went into the game when I played it years ago, I had very, very high expectations and I don't think it met the high expectations that i had that's the only thing i have against the game but it's still a great game go play it um what the- i will say is i think it has the best like four has the best and the one of the cleanest sort of like stories and one of the best story arcs cleanest, as far as make sure, it yeah. mm-hmm. like i mean cecil's cecil's yes. arc is fantastic yes. perfection yeah yes. it's it's a great ab- absolutely great game um it- for that 
Yeah, I'd, I'd say the cleanest up until the end. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, then the, things go kind of crazy. That's and, when oh, the cocaine it, came in. It was me in, the dude. whole time. It's like uh, you can tell this moon. was a game. That's why it's so good. And it's, and nine, it, it's like, and I'm you're your from brother. the moon. That space wizard was yes. from the moon. And um, uh, wait, do you know what other game had characters from the moon? Bravely second. The, yeah, that's true. The moon is important. That the were, moon's great. That were heavily for. I mean, was shown were f- yeah. was from the moon. Direct sequel early in the game. Not uh, not as like yeah. a oh, not in the, the last time. thirty minutes of the game. Yeah. <laughs> so come with me up to the moon, and I'm and for, then, and for then there's the, another version of the. Per- anyways, I'm the sorry. only Final Fantasy was space travel. Yeah, Four it, is a really great game. It is Nate. Yeah. Other Nate, I I'm just like I said, on. I do think you should go back to it when you're done with six. Yeah. I will say I have I have dipped into it a few years back. I, I've never owned it, and so it, I, it actually being able to play more than maybe like a half hour or so, however much time I put into it when I did, uh, would be pretty interesting. But I did get enough of Cecil's story. Mm-hmm. Like there's there's some pretty big things that happen right yeah. off the bat to where it's like okay, I really like this, especially yes. and just coming from a a, a Christian worldview, right? Like mm-hmm. the the kind of redemption, and hopefully yeah. this isn't spoiling. You know, it's first thirty minutes Dude, of the game. It's, it's a like thirty year old game, man. Right? <laughs> like, yeah, it's like, man, that that little bit that I played, that was in the runnings as well. I mean, I absolutely intend to go back. I mean, there's just man, it's like every time we start talking about one of these, I get another reason to okay, I need to dip into that one. <laughs> that one too. That one too. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, yeah, but ha- having played a little bit of it, yeah, that's that's definitely in 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 my queue, probably sooner than the others, if I had to guess. Now, Jake, too, for you, what I would say is, I mean, if you want to go through them sequentially, I think that's fine too. But if you want to get the high notes, four is is probably the next one to play. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it like if like I said, if you're going for like the sequential run, that's that's fine. Do it that way. But four, four is definitely it's it's a bit of like it's. I think really like what you can say about four is where Final Fantasy sort of found its narrative tone. Um, so that's what I heard. Yep. Um, yeah. Moving on to uh, one last thing, I got it. No, one okay. last thing I got to say about Final Fantasy four. Quick thing. It has one of the best like remix albums that they've ever put out. That's the Celtic true. Moon Final Fantasy IV yeah. album is not dissonant whatsoever. It is extraordinarily harmonious. <laughs> Amazing, beautiful album. Yeah. 11 out of 10. Mm-hmm. If you haven't listened to it, go listen yeah. to it. This is amazing. From, from what I've heard, those sessions that uh, Uematsu did um, actually influenced some of the tracks on 6 as well. Like he, Like Uematsu grew as a musician from those sessions as well so yeah fantastic mm-hmm. album and not so to good. belabor any more talk on final fantasy 4 but mm-hmm. if i understand correctly i think it's one of the first ones that has like an extended um i guess dive into the arc like there's some sequel ish things to it mm-hmm. either I, I i i don't remember how is it, it maybe like a novel or something like that that continues some of the story that I had heard about, and I thought that was no, pretty cool. There's an actual sequel. Oh, okay. I mean, originally a cell phone game, yeah, on flip phones, and it's but it does continue the story. It's not bad. Was it originally for cell phone? I thought it was originally WiiWare. 
Uh, it was on uh, Flip Bones in Japan, from what I remember seeing. So I remember getting it for PSP or Vita or whatever, but um, yeah, PSP. I had the PSP. It's like it's called Final mm-hmm. Fantasy for the After Years or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yeah the After Years. Yeah, in the PSP collection, you have the uh, it's called yeah. the Complete Collection. So. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Moving on to Final Fantasy V, and I mean, we sort of talked about we we you can't help but talk about it, or and three sort of in the same breath. This is really where the maturation of the uh, the job system that sort of becomes a bit of a hallmark, a bit of a trademark uh, for Final Fantasy games. This is where it really sort of just explodes, and uh, whereas. Um, and I meant to look this up, but whereas there were two dozen in Final Fantasy three, I think that number almost doubled. Yeah, um, something along those lines. I remember it, that. There's a lot. That full and page mm-hmm. being huge. Some really like I'm. I mean, so and and I think this one was, and I can't remember if you could do this in three. I know you could do it in five. Was like there was some subclassing, um, hmm. very very limited, um, mm-hmm. unless my brain is just not. At least allowing you to use some abilities. That yeah, you, you could sort of, okay. after you mastered a class, you could use a, like some of those abilities. Because So we didn't need to spend very long on Final Fantasy V just because none of us have, have necessarily mm-hmm. played it for this book club episode. Um, I've uh, Well, with, I did do the four-job fiesta for a bit. Okay. I gave you up and on Paul it, both, but I did yeah. do the four-job fiesta this summer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that was just because I had no time in the world. But, gotcha. Oh, such a great way to play the game. But I'd say it's the funniest Final Fantasy. Yeah. Well, maybe not as funny as nine, because nine had some great parts. Okay. But it's one of the funniest mm-hmm. Final Fantasies I've well, ever been. I mean, released. when your main character's name is Butts, mm-hmm. like exactly, it sort of yeah. sets and and you know what? It's it's funny because it actually sort of underserves him because he's actually kind of like okay, he's like a, yeah. a pretty yeah. decent dude, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, he just stinks. He just stinks because <laughs> he's. A butts. Sorry, that was kind of an Ace Attorney joke, but anyways, there's an anal something smells joke there somewhere. <laughs> um, somewhere. Unfortunately, yeah. but I'm all drained of jokes. So let's go ahead and move on to no, Final Fantasy VI. Dude, why? <laughs> why? <laughs> you said drained, like a very intentional, like very intentional word choice, friend. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to let that one slide. It's true. It's true. That's a- I I've been I've been your friend and co-host for far too long to let like shenanigans like that go without being at least commented upon, <laughs> if not just publicly shamed and scorned. <laughs> well, um, now that we're moving out of you know the jokes and and along right. those lines of Final Speaking Fantasy Five, publicly shamed, right? That's <laughs> kind of what I'm expecting on this one, right? I didn't finish it. I I mean I said that in the Discord, but uh, right. if 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 you can tell, uh, I have absolutely no intention of a- actually shaming you. I just <laughs> you know, well maybe a little bit. I'm just super but, excited you're actually playing it. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. Some of the shames warranted, but uh, yeah. Well, and the, I think the, the the biggest thing is just like six is probably my favorite, but it's also like I think I put seventy or eighty hours into six. Back in the day, like I, 
I, I do this thing, and this is a bit of a problem with, with me, and it's actually something I'm coming up against now. But like when I really get into a game and I go like when the completionist switch is like in there and I want to hit it, like I go nuts. And I dug deep into that game for a long, long time. Um, you know, and 80 hours when you're a, a teenager or 20 year old is like not the same as 80 hours as a grown adult, an actual adult um, with adult responsibilities. Um, yes, and I know I'm saying that wrong. I just, yeah. but it, it amused me. But it was kind of like one of those things where. Um, I don't blame you for not being done with the game. I'm just, like I said, like Josh said, and, and I'll echo, I'm just glad you're playing it because I think six is something special. Um, it does get rid of the, the job system, which ends up, so which results in what I consider to be a really bloated cast. Um, and it's kind of tough because there are at least a dozen characters who feel like they could be the main character, but it's, it's more of like, I have this and, and sort and this is what I'll close out on is like, I kind of take shots at George R. R. Martin all the time, but I take shots at all of those guys who write these giant fantasy epic novels with like 18 main characters and everything because it's confusing and it's kind of ridiculous. And the biggest thing that I can sort of like gig six for is that it's just like, it's a little bloated um, in the sense that they probably could have like, removed some of that and had a much tighter experience. Um, so it's just like, there's a really impressive world in there um, and a really fascinating story. And like all of the, the, the intrigue and the drama is awesome. Um, but it does come at the expense of some other things, namely just so, like, it can be a little hard to follow at times. Right. Yeah, and and even though I, I feel like I'm, like I said, I think I'm about halfway through, or at least almost <laughs> to like, I know there's kind of a defining like, hey, you're probably about halfway, and I think I'm almost there. Um, but even with what I have, like I've I've got some, I've definitely got some thoughts. Um, mm -hmm. You know, from like graphic standpoints, I I think you know I I played. Yeah, I, I mentioned this in the Discord. I've played a good chunk of this in the past, so there was a point where I was kind of retreading. It wasn't the Pixel remaster, it was the original. And so um, even back then playing the SNES version, it was like, it, it, it was, even though it was me going back to it, it still looked really great. Like the, the color palettes mm -hmm. that they use, everything's really colorful. I mean, it's it's like... I would say as far as pixel art goes for the Super Nintendo, it's one of the best that I've seen, uh, or in my opinion, anyways. Um, the only complaint I had about like the art was, and maybe I'll get flagged for this, I don't know, uh, is the portraits. They're just, there's something a little off about all of them. Like Tara's face, she just kind of looks, I, I can't really put my finger on the same with Locke. They're so ugly. Yeah, it's so it's ugly. weird. Uh, and part of it, too, might be... Uh that you know i i don't i haven't been using crt filters but i feel like that might help a little bit because mm. uh you know some of that helps smooth things out but yeah i'm just it'll soft huge... it'll soften that a little bit yeah right um 
But yeah, aside from that, starting this in the Pixel remasters, I really like having not. I I can't remember exactly what all you know would have been changed uh, in comparison as far as like how the, the the graphics compare between the Pixel remaster, but I can still tell what has been added if that makes sense right mm -hmm. so like when i see the water right it's like okay i know a super nintendo will not do that <laughs> and so it's I, I i think that's that's been one of my favorite parts about coming back to this is it's like man it, the the these effects of the pixel remaster are are really well done to where you know even my limited memory of what i played before it's like this i i know they added this and they added specific attention to like the spells and things like that. It really makes it look, um, look really cool. Um, so yeah, that's, that's as far as like the art, that's about all I've got on that, the graphics, but uh, a little bit on like the music, dude, this music is, is pretty great. And I will say when I played it before, I hated the battle music. I don't, I don't know what it was. Just something about that trumpet would just, I, I couldn't put my finger on it, but I just couldn't stand it. But I could tell they redid the 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 music for it too, and it's that's a little more bearable. Um, uh, but some compliments about the music, right? So like the the overworld theme. I think out of any of the Final Fantasy games that I have played, again, that's very limited. I've I've played seven, eight, and uh, you know bits and pieces of some of the other ones, but the overworld theme is one of my favorites. Um, you know, just that flute, it, it, it's, it's been pretty good. But, uh, uh, in addition to that, another track that dude, as soon as I heard it the first time, I'm like, I need to figure out what the name of this track is, is, uh, metamorphosis, which is like, it, it, it plays, you know, this may be a little bit of a spoiler, but it plays the first time the gateway to the, I guess it's the Esper world opens yep. up mm -hmm. and, it, it has motifs of that overworld theme to where it sounds kind of like it, but it's like this super heavy, like, uh, just like it, 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 it still has that same sound of keeping that same theme that you hear in the overworld, but also like, man, something just hit the fan and, uh, yeah, things are about to go down. And so, <laughs> yeah, I loved, loved that theme. So, um, yeah, I'm just kind of going through all my notes here of, of all the different stuff. So I know I'm kind of rambling, but feel who's free your favorite to... cast member so far? Oh man. Um, that's, that's hard. I'm, I'm a pretty big fan of, I, and I don't know exactly how you're supposed to pronounce his name. Sure. There's, there's cyan or cayenne. I know mm -hmm. it, it's spelled cyan, but apparently he was named after like a cayenne pepper because he's supposed to be like spicy or whatever but his <laughs> just his whole story right and this kind of hits on something that josh you mentioned this a little bit earlier is that this game does really well which is just the tone of being able to balance you know you've got some of these really goofy points and then you've got this really serious matter that you're dealing with as well and uh, some of the more serious highlights, I think, come from his story. Just, you know, lost mm -hmm. his home and his, yeah. his wife and his kid. And, uh, man, that 
that scene on the train as as it's going off, dude. Oh. I'm like, I didn't know that 16-bit graphics can hit you in the gut like that. Like that was that was heavy. Um, yeah, that that was yeah. I think I think that probably cements him as my favorite character. Just that whole little bit right there. He's great. Honestly, thinking about it, I think the only sort of like pixel scene that I think has as much emotional resonance is probably the the one from Mother Three, um, with uh, mm. Flint. Yeah, like, and Fl- I mean that scene, like, dude, um, that's like th- that scene is absolutely like will demolish you. And if you thought like the stuff with with I I always said cyan. Um, I didn't know that he was apparently named after cayenne pepper. Um, <laughs> doesn't surprise me, but Google the Flint scene from mother three sometime. I it's, it's kind of tough because like you don't get the emotional resonance, but like the sprite yeah. work is still phenomenal. That, I mean that, that entire sequence is like, that's, that's arguably some of it, but like, we're not talking about mother three. We're talking about final <laughs> fantasy six. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I, I think that hit really hard. Um, mm-hmm. Then Locke's backstory of, you know, his interactions with Terra, right? It's mm-hmm. it's very reflective of his past that you kind of are slowly drip fed of, I guess, his, his wife or girlfriend or whoever it was, you know, what ended up happening to her. And you kind of see some of those repeats of him trying to kind of reconcile that with his interactions with trying to save Terra. Um uh, just the the back and forth between you have those moments and then you have stuff like, you know, they're on the ship and Locke is, he's getting seasick and puking. I'm like, you're, you're expressing this with such like more primitive like animation. And it does, it, it does it so well that I yes. think that's the thing about when they move to 3d, it's like, yeah, it'd be a lot harder to kind of keep this tone of, Hey, we could switch back and forth. I think that's why they went with the more serious stuff is because, you know, if you had to, if you had to be all goofy or all serious, you know, in a series like this, I think you'd want to lean serious, but. Well, I think too, the nineties was just kind of a melodramatic, right? Like grim, like kind of rejoiced in being like a little grim darky and kind of like edgy. Um, So I, I, I've always said that that what I will say, uh, and, uh, but seven is, has always been like the most night final fantasy seven is the most nineties game that has ever existed on the face of the planet. And like, I will with all of the weird costume designs, the emo edgy garbage and everything else. Like I will, I will hold that position until the day that I die. I, and I can't can, believe I can't believe I'm 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 you've you've you're asking me you're forcing me to defend seven here. I think that's a very American take on Final Fantasy seven because uh, because Sakaguchi was dealing with his own trauma basically with his mom's passing in seven, and I don't think he was necessarily going for the edge lord. I think that's the way that we saw it here in America, and that's what resonated with us as like, oh yeah, we like JRPGs now um, because it hits this grim, dark, matrixy feeling that we all like in this in this time. But I don't think that's the original intention for the game that Sakaguchi was going for with the live stream 
and the author's intent in, is fine. Right. I'm also like, but like re- the way it was received. Yeah. Right. Like I'm, I'm just like to us Americans. Here. Yes. I, I think, I think there's some more Eastern themes in it that we can easily gloss over because we're Americans. But anyways, we're not talking we're, about, we're seven. not talking That'll about Final Fantasy seven. And uh, I just, I talked real pretty there for a second. Um, <laughs> And but, it's not it's not to say that, you know, I, I don't I couldn't say that I prefer one over the other. It's mm-hmm. I mean, really, it's like what what kind of mood am I in right now? Right. Mm-hmm. Am, I, am I feeling, you know, the the depressed emo or whatever? And OK, mm-hmm. I'm going to whip out Final Fantasy seven and, and, you know, use Cloud and his Buster sword and and, uh, you know, be emo. Or it's like, hey, do I want more of a kind of. Uh, I don't know how to describe it. Kind of a, a broader tone. Well, I'm I'm kind of getting this in Final Fantasy VI, right? Yeah. Um, the the very first thing that kind of tipped me off to that was like Edgar and Locke when they're walking through the desert on the Chocobos with Terra for the first time. It's like they you're in a battle, right? And you know, I again I played this way after, but I'm I'm picturing in the context of when this game first came out, right? So. Edgar and Locke are walking and you're in this battle, you're trying to pick your moves and they, they, they take a timeout entirely, right? You, the, the, the fight stops and there's text talk. They're talking in the middle of this fight. I'm, I'm cracking up. Cause they're like, wait, she can use magic. It's like, <laughs> it, it's so weird. It's, it's kind of that earthbound, like kind of breaking the fourth wall a little bit. And it was, it was just, it was really funny to me. And it was like, that's, mm-hmm. that's pretty unique. And so being able to do that, you know, just the goofy stuff. It's, it's kind of, I feel like that's more, and I could be wrong on this, but that's more close to what the tone of final fantasy as a whole is, right? You've got this grand story that it doesn't have to be confined to just this, Hey, this dark gritty, whatever you can have this series or serious story about cyan and, and his family. And then at the same time, you can have this weird octopus named, uh, Ultros. That's yes. just what is this guy? Like I'm halfway through the game. Yes. I'm like, I still don't have any idea what's going on with this guy. You right? Comic relief. You won't get an yeah. answer. Yeah. yeah. You but you won't great. get a satisfactory answer. But yeah. he's great. Yeah. It's it's pretty great. Yeah. I'm. He's one of my favorite characters, and I have no idea why. <laughs> <laughs> but then, I mean, I think to too. It's like you with, yeah. Anyways, you have like the contrast with like arguably, and again, I know this. Some people would disagree with this, but like. Arguably one of the, if not the greatest, but like one of the greatest villains in all of Final Fantasy, Dom. Kefka is like, dude, is a, he's a nasty piece of work. Um, I had, I definitely had some thoughts on Kefka. Um, Mm -hmm. I still feel like I'm a little early to be talking about him, but I'm getting just enough to say, (laughs) like, you're about to see why he is like the big bad. (laughs) It's, it's dipping into it. And the, here's the cool thing that I have like noted about this guy is like, he's, I like the curveball that they've done with him. Right. So like you start out, and he seems like the stooge bad guy. Yes. Right. He seems like okay. So here's the the guy that you know he's kind of a bad guy. He's you know there's the big bad somewhere else, and this guy's just kind of the he'll say some funny jokes here and there, but he's he's ultimately going to be the the team rocket, right? He's not really that mm. bad. And then you know the most notable thing so far, 
like I've seen little bits where it's like, okay, this guy's a little worse than I thought, but the worst is the, I guess the town, I think it's called Tamasa is where the, the, the girl and the, the old guy, they're, they're magic users, right? Mm-hmm. They're from this place. And you yeah. finally finish that little portion to where you save her from the burning building or whatever. And you get back out into the town and the dude shows up and so do all these espers and he just goes on like a, a killing spree of these things and he's just laughing about it left and right and these guys are like he, he's like brutally just destroying all these people mm-hmm. and it, it was like the first time to where i was like man this guy is not what i thought he was like he is he's he's pretty wicked like you know starting out hearing about this empire you think okay the empire's evil the emperor he's the bad guy right and then it's like, let's let's sneak this stooge and let's make him the, like, yeah, it was such a cool curveball that mm-hmm. uh, I I really really liked that. I'm I'm really anxious to see what happens from here. But like I'm I I'm having like I don't want to spoil that arc for you, but like <laughs> Kafka Kafka like you know I don't know if you were part of TRG, but occasionally there would be like these like. It would make the, it's like who is the better villain, and uh, of course everybody's always like Sephiroth is like the greatest Final Fantasy villain, and I'm like, I can tell that that plebe has not played six, um, <laughs> you, you know, um, because dude, like I mean, and again, he does like there is that the the initial sort of setup as like he's a bit of a clown, a bit of a, uh, literally a clown. Um, right. he, it's like you said, he's a stooge. But then, like the, the just the insane heel turn, and it's just like it's well, almost okay. Comparable. You say heel turn, but it's it's gradual, which I think is the best. Like, it, I think um, that it's so well done. Yeah, yeah. Gradual. I I guess I'm I'm using heel turn in the sense that where he goes from being like kind of a joke to like, oh no, this is like a legit threat. Yeah. Um, poisoning the water. Yeah, the the poisoning oh. the well is just like one of those things where I was like, "What?" Ah, uh, yeah. And it it's kind of one of those things where I, I it's comparable to Heath Ledger's Joker performance, where it's like in in the sense that, like you know, and what I've said is like Heath Ledger's Joker. What was really terrifying is that he had just completely obscured, like stepped out from all morality. Like it was just whatever he wanted and he just followed his own mad desires and he was complete. Like that was a, like Heath Ledger's Joker was completely depraved and Kemika, uh, Kemika, Kefka has a very similar arc um, in the sense like, and it's, and like those to me are the best villains because it's not, it's not complex. They're just evil. Um, And there's something like, I always love when a story like, I don't need sympathy for the devil. I need to know that the devil is bad and that he needs to die. Um, and there's something I respect about that. So it's just like, Kefka is great. You know, it's really funny you say that because a lot of times I'm a little bit on the other side as far as like characters go. Like I, I, my mind, I want to see somebody that's realistic, right? Cause mm-hmm. even the most heinous people in life, right? Like, nobody's twiddling their mustache thinking I can't wait to do this evil thing in their mind. Most of the time, I mean, it's just as fallen man, we like to justify the things that we're doing. Right. So, Mm -hmm. you know, most of the time I like seeing that in characters, but 
here again, I'm on that opposite side as, uh, as you, but dude, I'm, I'm buying into this character. I'm wanting to see where it goes. Like, like, yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting that me being on the opposite end of that is just as like, I got to see where this, this takes yeah. the story, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's, it sounds like you fully intend to sort of like ride this train the whole way to the end. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's, and this kind of leads into one of my uh, very small uh, complaints is in the gameplay, right? So like mechanically, I love just the variety that they have with um, the, the, the different characters and how mm-hmm. they operate according to their actual character, right? So like, you know, uh, Locke, he's a thief, right? He can steal and, and you know, um, you know, uh, Saban, he's kind of martial arts. So he's got these blitz moves and they all kind of have their own way. He can of, suple- suplex the train. Of course. Right. And uh, that as much as I tried when I was a professional wrestler, I never suplexed a train. Uh, I, it, it just didn't happen. But, uh, yeah, so, it, you know, all these different characters with all their unique moves, that was great. Um, the only complaint I have is it's like in getting all these complex systems, I feel like there's a little bit lost in the uh, focus on it is like balancing, right? And maybe it's just sure. a product of the, the time back then. Maybe balancing was just not quite as – but, like – I, I feel like there could be the classic Dark Souls response, like, oh, you should just get good, right? There are points where the spikes are just like, okay, this is this is a little unfair. For example, the, the flying, flying continent is what comes to mind, right? So you have to go there with a party of three because you get Shadow up there, right? So Shadow is a little lower level than the rest of my characters. And it's like yeah. the... You get into a fight, right? You're fighting a guy. He can maybe take either 20% of your health or he hits you with something that's like 200% of your health, right? So it's like, you know, what is the what is the gameplay solution to that, right? Do, you, you don't really get a chance to grind because once you're up on the flying continent, you can't just go back to your ship and heal. You got to, you know, hopefully you have some healing items, things like that. So that was one of the only complaints... You know, it's the spikes were just a little and sorry again, no pun intended, but the yeah. spikes were just a little crazy sometimes. This one has been the most notable. If I can get past this, I think I'll be all right. But I think going back to and it's like and it's been years, but I remember I have a distinct memory of when you split the party into three, like on the rafts or something. Like I think it's is it yeah. you split your your characters into three parties and you're on these rafts or something like that mm-hmm. and you're kind of going what's that with bannon i think like, so yeah. i think so it's the first time you meet ultras yeah and but i remember that part and it's like if you had some under like i remember very specifically like that kind of like you had some characters who were like kind of under leveled or you hadn't used as much and then you're trying to like sort of make them work right and you know and there's and there's no and it's like you said there's no grinding it's not like you can and there's it's like you're stuck with your healing items so whatever you have in your inventory that's it right and it's like you hit those points and it's like oh like yeah 
does not feel feels bad feels right. real bad yeah and then that's the thing is like shadow like you can join shadow when you get up there but if you want to go back to like the ground overworld and, and level up he he'll he'll stay back up in the in the floating continent he says something about yeah i i deserted you guys i don't deserve to go back or something like that mm-hmm. so it's like even the game keeps you from being able to level him up anywhere that's like safe so mm-hmm. yeah shadow is one of my favorite characters and i i am all i'm going to say is there will come a time when you need to save him make sure that you save him don't let my boy don't don't let my boy go like just yeah i've he's he's one of the mysteries that i'm really kind of curious about like i'm sometimes the hype or sometimes the 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 fan theory or whatever can can you know uh, I, I guess hype it up a little bit too much. I have these theories about okay, you gonna say not seeing his face. You were gonna say it, it overshadows. I, man, I wish I would have. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but like, I I have these ideas. I'm like, oh, I wonder who this guy could be. Like, I could see some people in like these characters' past that this could end up being. It's like maybe he's just like some Joe Schmo and he's not. But I'm like, I'm, I'm anxious to see where it goes. Yeah, well, I'm I'm excited to to see sort of where you land with this one because yeah. I like I mean Josh and I make no bones about it. Like Final Fantasy three is probably like it, it between it and Chrono Trigger, like they're arguably like they are the peak of the SNES era JRPG. I think my only thing is like I have to be honest, I'm a little bummed because I think I really would have loved to have seen this in that that HD two D style. Like this game in the HD 2D style or the 2D HD or whatever it's called, I, I think I would have like, well, and it just full disclosure, like I used, uh, I actually picked it up a couple weeks ago or like a week ago with you know with the intent to maybe play around like the pixel remaster with the intent to play around with it, and I I used some some of the uh, the the breakdown money or the Patreon money to to do it. But I probably would have just like flat out bought it <laughs> if they had gone with the 2D HD or the HD 2D or whatever. HD 2D, I think. But if they had gone that route with it and done the remake, like uh, Dragon Quest 3 is getting that treatment. And if they had gone that route with this game in particular, I would have hands down, like, I would just been like, take my money. I would have paid $60 for that. Um, uh, just because I, I I think this game is is a really special piece. I mean, I've I've also said like I've shared with Josh. I think like what I'd love to see them do is take all that really beautiful Amano sprite or, or Amano work and just almost make this like a flash game with really just high gorgeous visuals. Like like give me those as sprites. Um, the the like. The the Amano artwork is a little wispy and stuff, but I love it. Um, and so I th- I think six is just a really special game. And like I said, even though I do think it is a little bloated and it is a little sort of like it's a little much, I still think it's like it is the high water mark. Um, and it's like we were talking before. I I mean, and it's like this Final Fantasy six actually marks sort of. I think it's like if you want to look at a final fantasy that really just defines all the other ones i think six going forward there you can see pieces of six in everything 
um, going forward. Um, especially in that sort of like the epic scale of everything that good stuff. Yeah. Now, now Jake, I, I know that you've been kind of quiet here. Um, so now that we're sort of at the end of this, since you are just sort of getting started on your final fantasy journey, listening to us sort of like talk about all of this, what are your thoughts? Like, are you, are you going to go for the sequential run or are you going to sort of dip around? I'll probably go for the sequential run. Are you going to uh, like, uh, are you going to go with the pixel remaster stuff? Or are you going to, uh, what, what does origins have on, on the disc? One okay. and two. I already own, I own one through four oh, cool. already. So, so what now, where does that, like, what are your thoughts on that? Are you looking forward to that? Are you sort of like, I like you have your thing where you have, uh, you enjoy kind of figuring out the skill set and the, I like breaking, can, I like breaking you the can. game is what I like doing. Yeah, I like abusing the mechanics yeah. of the game. Yeah. It's slightly but, similar, but yeah. slightly different. No, it's, it's, it's comparable. Two is it's your a, game. <laughs> two, two, like. <laughs> I'm probably going to have yeah, some, dude, some fun with two, especially if that I works. would really, I mean, like just based on like hearing the fact that like the, the pixel remaster version is a slightly cleaned up version. I would almost like, I would recommend that just cause dude, it's, it's rough. But I have to yeah. <laughs> but it's, I don't know. It's for an overall better experience. Like, but yeah, I'm well, I mean, it, I guess sort of like, let's, let's just go. I, I did want to ask you specifically that Jake, because it's like, you have a pile of games in front of you. Um, and it, I, I don't know if like some of this conversation would leave you, lead you down the road of like, I, I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just All want right. to do it more. Well, I'm, I'm glad to hear that. Um, but I think this is probably a good place to sort of like wind down um, and let's just, let's sort of like any closing thoughts or comments as we sort of like, you know, and we'll just go around, uh, around the horn here, uh, Josh, you know, sort of any like parting shots as we sort of like wind down here. I mean, I, you know, all this talk about final fantasy six makes me want to play it again because I just think it's, I think it's fantastic. Um, and, and yeah. again, super excited that you're playing it, uh, spike mm-hmm. and, and, and to hear your thought and, and how you're critically thinking through it as well. I'm excited to see what you're going to think kind of as you get through the game. So keep us in the loop. I could totally see a potential, uh, you know, bite size or something kind of circling around, even if you don't want to spend the time and jump on the mics, but, but to talk about it, I, you know, I feel like I I could do a whole episode on final fantasy six for sure. And just all the things that I love about it. But um, yeah, excited for you to, to see what's next and, and to hear your reactions of whether you're like, eh, it's overblown. That's okay. I've heard that from from multiple people. Um, but for me, I mean, you're allowed to be water. wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I, I yeah, I, I I just love it. So uh, you know, and like we've already said, it definitely makes me want to go. But I, I want to play the two pixel me pixel remax. My goodness, the two you talk pixel pretty someday remaster. Um, because if if it's actually you know like coherent, then then it sounds it sounds like it could be a good time and then five also i haven't beaten um and so i need to put some time into that it, it could be just a fun kind of like not back burner game but knowing that it's not very serious like that's cool I i'm think, down with that as well so the the thing what i will say about five josh is that it does carry a little bit more weight but it does mm-hmm. it is like the most 
comedic yeah. as a general rule. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, and I mean, yeah, I feel like Bravely Default kind of uh, does that really well. Bravely also. Default is very much like that series is like, that's where like five is sort of like the, the offer, like that's where, that's where that off ramp goes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I, I love that. I was going to say, I love this series. I don't know what Final Fantasy has become. I, I feel like it doesn't stand for anything anymore. Um, I love these original Final Fantasies. I'll put it that way. I've played some of the mm. later ones, but well, but that's a discussion for another episode. Um, so, you know, just talking about all these originals, it's like, man, I really do like these games. Um, you know, originals. Uh, older the, is, the, is the, the OG, the yeah. OG six. Yeah. Wes, yeah. uh, and following this sort of the sequence, uh, how about you friend? Uh, any closing thoughts? I, I, I really enjoyed, going through a majority of this in a more modern way, honestly, mm. because I spent a lot of time trying to go back to them. I, you know, trying to play the original Nintendo and super Nintendo versions, trying to get into the game boy advance and the DS versions. And it, I don't know, I guess I, because I cut my teeth on like the PS two and PS one games, like obviously going back to, you know, these older style games was a little bit difficult for me when I was a kid. I think having the pixel remasters again, like, they have totally like sold me on these. I think they are the best ways to play these games now, like like the best modern way to play them. So I don't know. I, I, they're good. They're pretty good. They're, they're pretty good games. You know, <laughs> I'd recommend some people play them. Um, but no, I, I, if you, I will say, though, I will say that I went and grabbed this in the other room. Uh, if you want to actually like get the story of the first three games in a really nice way, I have this little book here that I picked up called Final Fantasy one, two, three, Memory of Heroes. And this is actually a novelization of the first three games. Oh, wow. So, and it's done really well, like really nicely done. Like all three of them fit in this little compact. So I guess that says a lot about the story for those first three games, to be perfectly honest. But <laughs> just one little volume. I really hope they make a four, five, six one day and actually translate it from uh, the, the author's Takashi Umemura. And I think this was done for the 25th anniversary in 2012. So. If you want to get the story of those what games, is that, you don't really what necessarily is that book want to battle. Because now I'm I'm a little curious. Uh, Final Fantasy One, Two, Three: Memory of Heroes. It's translated from a 2012 release for the 25th anniversary, so it's ages 13 and up. So don't give it to your kids. And if you want to hear like the most like generic D and D sounding names that they give to all the party members, it's hilarious. So funny. Oh wow! Now I was gonna say, don't they have names? But I guess not in the first one. On the first well, one. well the ones that they gave in the first one are Cetro, Zalver, Teol, Flora. <laughs> it's just the most generic sounding names in the world. Nice. It's what I would come up with if I was like an edgy 12 year old. But they're good. They're good. Yeah. I like them. Fan- Final Fantasy. Fantasy names are always like the <laughs> best. It's like, let's make a made up word. And yeah, I mean, I'm just as mm-hmm. guilty. I When I name my characters, uh, in, in games yeah i there's there's some pretty cringy names naming conventions that i have embraced um but uh so i i, I don't underscore what's that <laughs> underscore um well and but i that's probably my best one and the, especially the u-n-d-r-i-s-k-o-r i i that's the best. <laughs> I I just like how you keep shortening it to Undy. Honestly, it's great. <laughs> Undy, <laughs> not Undy. Like I, I, know, I see what undie. you guys. Many I see times. what you guys really think of me. Um, 
All right, uh, Jake, <laughs> closing thoughts or comments? Uh, I should go to sleep. <laughs> Tomorrow's here. Kind of running here. Well, we are living in tomorrow. This is this is some of what Porcho experiences all the times. We are living in the future <laughs> here, gentlemen. Um, Still the ninth here. Yeah. But um. Oh. 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 Yeah. That's we we got uh, coming from the the time wizard uh, himself. You know, has made commentary about the calendar. Uh, but <laughs> Nate, how about you, buddy? What's your final sort of like you, you know the, the your closing thoughts here on just just this conversation and this experience? Yeah, it's it's pretty cool to get some insight into like where the series kind of started and you know seeing how you know. Even though the 2D may be inferior to the 3D games, it's, uh, you know, no, I'm kidding. Uh, Man, that's, I'm that's kidding. a take. That's, I, I had to throw good. something that out That's there, an opinion. Say. No, I, I actually, I, I, I'm, seeing, I'm seeing some parts that I really enjoy more, to be honest, in the mm-hmm. 2D. It's more concise and straight to the point sometimes. And yeah, it's, it's hearing everybody's thoughts on all the other games, even though I don't know half of what, being talked about it's like man this this is really hooking me and so yeah that's uh that's pretty exciting one of the things that wes said that i think is pretty good as well uh in terms of like the approachability of especially the pixel remasters um life is really busy right now and Mm -hmm. um you know being able to play this on either the steam deck or something like that to where i can lay in bed and kind of play through it not only that but the they have the um, I don't know if anybody's used the mods for it, like the Memoria mod. Uh, it lets you add like fast motion, right? So like if I'm trying to grind, right, I can save some time. I know that I'm not exactly a purist by doing that, but like, uh, yeah, there's some pretty good mods to kind of uh, respect your time a little bit, especially as, you know, here in the next few months, I'm going to have even less time, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, so, Well, the boosts on the Switch version of the games are fantastic because it like quadruples the experience in gold. Nice. Or gil. Oh. Not gold. Gil. Shit. Gil that you get. So, oof. It's so much nicer. Nice. Yeah. It's, uh, that was the only thing I was going to add is like, yeah, being more like conscious of how modern games play and kind of tying that in. Uh, the quick battles, things like that. It's, it's, it's pretty great. Yeah. I think too, um, even though six is kind of like it it's the biggest of the bunch, it doesn't you know, I what I will say is I think overall, and it is a little bloated, but it doesn't feel like they, they wasted anything. Like you you know, one of the like sort of talking about Final Fantasies, like Final Fantasy sixteen, one of the biggest criticisms I've heard of the game is that the side quests are just pretty pointless and and frankly a little unpleasant whereas i don't know that you can say that about anything in six where it just feels like unnecessary right i I would almost say if you had to say something it would at at least at where i'm at right now my worry is like some of these characters i'm like man are they going to get a chance to flesh all this out because there's so many of them right and so yeah yeah and that's and that's sort of like yeah that's I think that's a pretty legitimate concern just because well it's a, the cast is huge um it's it's huge it's yeah I uh, you know I could google it but I'm I'm not going to um but I know there's there's probably like two dozen maybe pushing three dozen characters or something like that total it's In it's your massive party? there's only 14 only 14 mm-hmm. 
that that you can get. Why does it I'm not, feel not so much bigger than that? Characters like you know, like I mentioned, Bannon and people who join you for a little bit. Um, but in terms of just the okay, the, yeah, because I guess I was sort of counting some of like the the like uh, Celeste and all of that, or, or uh, the Bannon, yeah, etc. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what is the ge- the general's name? I can't think of it off the top of my head, but you know, someone oh, like him dude. who joins you yeah. for like, a battle. Yeah, that was that was pretty sweet. That was intense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, yeah, that- you, you cannot unlock him. That's been that was like a schoolyard rumor for the longest. That, time. I remember that rumor going around too. Like I, you know, it's 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 similar to another Final Fantasy rumor, where it's like you could save a certain person. Um, <laughs> yeah, but, but yeah. Well, uh, gentlemen, I think uh, you know, sort of like what Jake was saying. Uh, it's late. I think uh, going to bed sounds like a really great idea, and. Uh, you know, real quick here, uh, and again, we'll just follow the order that we've been going around here, except for you, Josh, we're going to skip you this time. Uh, Wes, if you want anybody to find you, where can they find you? Oh, well, uh, currently I only do one podcast instead of two, but it's a better one, honestly, in my opinion. It's the Retronym Podcast. You can follow me. I mean, you can follow me on X. X. <laughs> uh, I so but that's right. The, 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 you you want to talk about Edgelord stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah X. <laughs> I am sure Elon Musk played plenty of Final Fantasy VII. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm pretty sure he's a fanboy. He's a stan. Of Final he stands Fantasy for seven. <laughs> but that's pretty much it. I just hang out in the Discord. I'm not doing much on the internet these days because I just don't have the time and I prefer mm-hmm. to sleep. So yeah, that's where that's I'm fair. at. That's fair. Jake, how about you? Uh, you can find me in the Discord. Because that's where I normally hang out now. Yes, nice. Uh, yeah, oh, that's a uh, yeah. That's a uh, not a bad place to hang out. You know, but uh, Nate, how about you, buddy? Yeah, uh, mostly on the Discord. Um, you might be able to dig really deep and find some videos of me wrestling years ago, but uh, oh, those will be dug up. <laughs> Uh, aside from that, yeah, just on the Discord. I'm on Facebook rarely, but mostly Discord. So, yeah. And Josh, last but not least, uh, where can they find us? Tons of different places, you know, kind of on and off. But lately, we've been on, due in large measure to Nate. Uh, but on Facebook, our uh, our group is the hashtag Backlog Book Club on. X. Our handle is at bbdowncast. <laughs> um, we do have an Instagram, the backlog breakdown. Um, and then, of course, we have our Discord, which link for that is in the show notes. And then, if you want to get a little bit more personal, I generally go by Broccolope everywhere on the internet. And Nate goes by Nate underscore McKeever. So, oh, and you can well, email us too at the backlog breakdown yeah. at gmail.com. Forgot about that one. Yeah, uh, you know, if you ever want to, like, you know, try your hand at at, at five dollars, um, ask us a question. If we read it on air uh, mm, at, for the last episode true. of every month, uh, you might get five dollars. Just saying, just throwing that one out there. Um, but that being said, I think Josh, uh, yeah, this is uh, it's it's been a pretty good conversation tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, really enjoyed having these guys on, and uh, I think we should uh, just call it a night. So. Uh, Until next time, what should they do? Guys, keep beating down your backlogs, and we'll keep breaking down the benefits. Finally.
maybe. Nice. <laughs> I had to throw that in. Dude, oh, I that, love it. I respect I love it. that. Um, 